Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Sabrin, a qualified mindset coach and multiple business owner. Each week, I'm going to talk to you about all things mindset, manifestation, personal development, and coach and empower you to break free of your limitation and blocks to create a life you truly love. Hello, my loves. Oh my goodness me, this has been such a long time coming. Welcome to the very first episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. Honestly, I've been wanting to do a podcast for like forever and I'm finally doing it. I'll let you into a little secret. This is my second time recording this episode. The first time I got to the end of it and I was like, oh my God, buzzing, I've done it. And the audio wasn't working. So here we go. Second time. Okay, keep our fingers crossed, eh? Okay, so my name's Katrina. I'm a mum of two from Kent. And this podcast is basically all about my experiences with mindset, personal development, the law of attraction, and how it's transformed my life. This episode is based around my story and how I kind of went from being quite lost, unfulfilled, depressed, anxious, to a thriving, happy um multiple business owner um, and just generally love life in general so this is kind of like my story um what you can expect from this podcast moving forward for moving forward is each week I intend to bring you my take and my experiences with mindset the subconscious mind personal development and the law of attraction I love a little bit of woo-woo as well because I think everything has its place um yeah and just basically empowering you guys to live your best life so let's get the introductions out of the way so like I said I am Katrina I'm a mum of two um I'm married to my husband Luke and I have two um small children Olivia and Theo um, I'm an accredited life coach and a multiple business owner. So let's rewind back to my childhood. So I am one of six. I'm the eldest of six children. I grew up in um, quite a couple of um, well-known council estates. Actually, one of them, the longest council estate I lived on was a place called Thamesmead. You might have heard from it. And um, it's actually they used it as a basis to film quite a lot of things. So Clockwork Orange was filmed there. Misfits was filmed there. Loads of music videos have been filmed there. And actually, although I didn't come from a privileged background, um, like not at all, um, like money was quite tight. Obviously, you can imagine being one of six children. Um, I had quite a happy childhood on 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 the whole. Um, moving forward, going into kind of like my career. I was really interested and I loved performing. I loved singing. I loved acting. Um, I wouldn't say I was necessarily an extrovert, but that's the things that I loved. I love singing. I love acting. And it was kind of drummed into me that it maybe wasn't the most realistic kind of career to get into. So even from quite early on, I was basically made to feel like I need to manage my expectations of, of what was viable for me. So I chose the career because going back then, obviously children these days are so, God, they have so many, so much opportunity. But back then, I think we're talking about, you know, I'm in my 40s now. Back then, as a woman and as a girl leaving school, your options were either an office job, hairdressing, beauty industry, shop, shop, shop work. Um, And I decided I was going to go to college and learn to be a hairdresser. So whilst I was doing that, I was working at B&Q during the week, like B&Q during the week, and I was starting to be a hairdresser at the weekend. 
once I actually qualified, I realised, mm, although I love hairdressing as a hobby, as a career, it just wasn't for me. So, and this actually is my first, I would say my first experience with manifesting, although I didn't realise it at the time. So I was like, right, okay, right, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? My dad was like, why, why don't you get into sales? And I was like, right, okay, I'm going to get into sales. And I thought, oh, recruitment sounds quite glamorous. Honestly, I had no clue. I had no experience. I'd never worked in recruitment. I just like the idea of it. And I got it into my head that that's it. I'm going to be a recruitment consultant. And I remember going on to Indeed or Monster, whatever website it was at the time, and literally sending out hundreds of applications, hundreds of applications, no's, not backs, not backs. I kept persevering. I was like, that's it. I'm going to be a recruitment consultant. And my lovely director at that time, a guy called Bradley Plax, decided to literally give me a shot. So there I was, got an interview at this office in Canary Wharf, really excited, felt like a fish out of fripping water, let me tell you. Like from coming from a council estate to being around like the city and all these people in their suits and the fanciness of it all, I did feel so out of place. However, I just went along and I was myself and he really said to me like I admire your tenaciousness and I'm going to give you a shot however you're going to start at the bottom and you're going to work have to work your way up and prove yourself so I did I was literally spending my days cold calling cold calling cold calling and eventually I, I actually progressed through my career um rewind a little bit from that point okay just want to rewind a little bit and just go into my relationships it's all kind of ties into my story so my first relationship it's safe to say it was very controlling, um, very, very controlling. And it wasn't it wasn't a happy one. It started off that way. And I realized very soon that I need to get out of this. Whilst I was at BQ, I met my first husband um, and the father of my daughter, Olivia. Um, we were together for quite a long time, uh, had this massive, great big white wedding. Unfortunately, when she was born, he decided that he didn't want to be in the relationship anymore. And that was my first experience of pure and utter heartbreak. And my first experience of depression, actually, that was kind of, yeah, it hit me hard, like massively hard. And I felt I had to kind of like, right, navigate. Who am I? Like now I'm, I need to kind of like start again. So I went out of recruitment decided to kind of like retrain into another industry because recruitment's not the best to do when you've got a newborn baby. Um, and I just want to add to that, add a caveat to that, that actually, you know, if you are experiencing heartbreak, just be aware that everything happens for a reason. And I just want to throw in there that um, the relationship I have with my daughter's dad now is amazing. We've got the best co-parent relationship. He's an amazing uh, um, amazing father to her and we just work well together. But just want to add a caveat that everything happens for a reason. And if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't have met my husband now and I wouldn't have gone on to have my son, Theo. OK, so let's move on. Um, so like I said, that was my first kind of touch with experiencing anxiety and depression. So I was actually in my recruitment days, bearing in mind it's quite a fast paced industry. I was actually diagnosed with um, generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder. I had intrusive thoughts, OCD. It was a really, really challenging time for me. Um, I lost count the amount of times I would end up in A&E convinced of something majorly wrong. Um, and I was told that I needed intensive therapy. I will save the full story of my mental health for another episode because I think it deserves an episode of its own. But I just feel it was important to put that in there so you can kind of get an overall picture 
of this journey that I've that I've been on. So as time went on, like I said, um, I met my husband, had Olivia, we got divorced. Um, I retrained in a different industry, actually retrained in, in law, wanted to be a legal sec. And as time went on, I actually met my then, my now husband, Luke. Okay, so this is a long time on. Um, and um, yeah, had a, a, got an incredible relationship, really, really happy, um, decided to have a baby fell pregnant with my son Theo um actually I'll tell the truth it wasn't planned <laughs> however it I was happy and obviously I have an amazing son he's a, he's a little cheeky monkey but yeah had had Theo it was at this point that I began to really struggle again I didn't have the easiest of pregnancies actually it was really really difficult um, I struggled with so many things. I struggled with my body changing. I struggled with a loss of self-identity. When I went on to Hadim as well, have Theo, um, again, I noticed that my behaviour around um, around him and around my like people coming into the home wasn't the way that it should be like the OCD tendencies started coming in, I've become overly concerned with germs and, and health, like his health, making sure that no one was going to give him any kind of like germs. I know obviously every mum is quite um, cautious of their newborn, but I was going over the top with it. And I just really struggled. And I could feel myself just like slipping down and down and down and down my mood would be quite low um I began to feel quite lost like really unsure of my future like my purpose outside of being a parent um and generally just these feelings of like guilt and thinking god why are you feeling this way like you've got so many things to be happy for why aren't you happy I couldn't understand it um and then obviously I was diagnosed with postnatal depression I was put on um, anxiety and um, antidepressants. Um, and I was just thought, God, if this is how my life is going to be, I don't know if I want this. I don't know if I want this. Like, I'm just not happy. And like the amount of times that Luke would come home and he'd find me literally sitting in the kitchen, just crying, just crying, just crying. And yeah, it was a really, really difficult time. I felt so unhappy. I felt so desperately lost. And I just didn't have a clue like what I was going to do to get myself out the way that I was feeling. Like I knew something had to change, but I just didn't know how to pull myself out. And it was if by fate that that something was to come along that would be would just change my life completely. So I had been scrolling on Facebook and I remember seeing an advert about mindset. Like at the time I didn't know about mindset. I didn't really know what working on your mindset meant. Like it wasn't a phrase that I was familiar with. I certain was, I certainly wasn't um, clued up on things like personal development or law of attraction. I'd heard about the secret, but I just wasn't really ready to accept that as part of something that could be available for me. So I kind of, that went to the back of my mind. Anyway, I saw this advert come up about mindset work and I thought, right, something pulled me towards it and I thought right do you know what why don't I just give this a go I've got nothing to lose I'm going to give it a go and it's by um this coach on Facebook so I signed up for it it was across five days and that first day of doing that kind of um that challenge I just felt something inside me like it was like a bit of hope 
stirred inside me and I was like oh my god I can feel like a shift like a tiny shift was happening and I showed up the next day the next day the next day I was doing the work and for the first time in like forever I felt excited I felt hopeful I felt like I could actually turn my life around like there is hope for me I can there is a there could be a bright future wait waiting for me if I keep keep going so I just become obsessed with the way that it made me feel like it was so transformational it was incredible like honestly I really feel like this sort of stuff should be taught in schools just purely because of the, the benefit um so after signing up I decided to carry on my uh, mindset coaching with this particular coach but just because it just made me feel amazing and it, again the the results that I was having within myself spurred me on to be like I want to teach people this. I want to make people feel that way. Like I transformed my life to from like an incredible measure. I was setting goals. I was taking new opportunities. I ended up getting into a, an amazing business, becoming amazingly successful, buying a house like which was at the top of my, like the house I'm sitting in now, which was my dream house. And um, I'll go into how I manifested that. So I literally before I started this journey, obviously I was on mat leave didn't actually have a job to, to go back to. Um, and literally fast forward a year after deciding I'm going to go and do all this work, I manifested like becoming a homeowner, like multiple business owner. Honestly, it is incredible. But again, I will save those things for future episodes. So the benefits of mindset is basically endless. And it isn't just this, okay, you start here, you do the work and you end up here. No, it's an it's a it's a ever going journey that you find yourself on. And I literally now work on my mindset every single day without fail because I know what it does for me. I, I and I know that don't get me wrong, it's not to say that I don't have days that are not like 100 percent happy or joyful or like rubbish things don't happen. Of course they do, that's life. But now I know the things to pull me out of those little slumps and it will just be a moment or a day. It won't kind of spiral on for like days and weeks and months how, you know, my depression went or the, the period of the depression that I went through. So I think it's safe to say that prior to a negative mindset and I was kind of a little bit like worries me I had this victim mentality I used to be stuck in my story of oh no I'm a single parent and this happened to me and I kind of didn't know how to be outside of that but I think for a lot of us it's just kind of like second nature to complain to moan it's quite a British thing to do to moan about the weather or to moan about this or to moan about that and it becomes like a topic of conversation that we do. Like, it's the first thing, oh, the weather's crap, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it, we moan about everything. But a negative mindset will never produce a positive life. And I think if you realise the full implications of, you know, what being negative and how that can impact your life, like, you'd become so much more consciously aware and try to, you know, try to be more positive. So... Um, the brain is such a powerful thing. And this is something that I've kind of like learned and I've studied over the years. So we tell ourselves so much rubbish and I was a like prime culprit for this. So have you ever said 
to yourself like oh I'm not good enough or I'm too fat or I'm too thin or I'm not clever enough I can never stick to this or I don't deserve that or I'm not worthy or I'm stupid like things never work out for me I always pick the wrong men never got enough money like I'll tell you something and this is something I really want you to remember your brain there's a conscious part of your brain there's two parts there's the conscious and the conscious part the conscious part of your brain doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction so if you tell it something enough, your brain will start to believe that it's true, regardless if it's not. OK, so your brain will start to be, will start to form certain beliefs um, that will that can quite often and have like limited me in the past and are probably probably limiting you as well. So these beliefs that we form that are limiting can have a huge Im impact on the lives that we are living right now. Okay, so think about the choices that you've made, um, the bound like the boundaries that you either do or do not have, the money that you make, the job that you do, the relationship that you have or the relationship that you're currently settling for. All of those things come are your your beliefs that you have will be responsible for okay and that can be good and that can be bad okay so if you do have these limiting beliefs and they are ex they are kind of like impacting you in a negative way be rest assured that they can actually be reversed that's the amazing thing about doing the mindset work so they can be reprogrammed and this is where reprogramming your brain comes into play um if you think of your brain like computer software and if you're kind of like negative or you're experiencing anxiety, I like to think of it like a virus has got in. However, we can get that mouse software, reprogram the brain so it's working so much more in your favor. OK, so your brain basically has billions of neural neurons creating different pathways and they're responsible for sending um, a signal from one part of the brain to the other. OK, so. If you have a mindset that isn't serve you, you can reprogram your old beliefs, your habits, your old attitude and create new empowering beliefs, new empowering habits, new empowering attitudes that are going to take you so much further in life and make your life so much easier, happier, more full of joy. And there's so many different ways that you can do this. OK, I'm just going to touch on them briefly for now, but I'll 100 percent cover them more in more depth in future episodes. So things like positive affirmations, creating new empowering beliefs for yourself, reframing different thought patterns, challenging your fears, um, EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques, um, by doing things on repetition and creating new habits and getting out of your comfort zone. Like, all those things are key into reprogramming your subconscious mind. Okay, so we know why we should work in our mindset. So let's briefly discuss how you can do that okay so how you can make those changes and some of the things that i done in order to take my mindset from a negative one to a positive one number one personal development personal development personal development and this is one of the reasons i actually started this podcast so i am podcast obsessed oh my god i use them in so many ways i listen to podcasts daily there are amazing podcasts out there it's like we've got information now at the tip of our fingertips so you can it can be so easily incorporated of your day so obviously there are books and books are amazing I'm definitely a reader I love to read I always have done always have done even as a child like bearing in mind I said I'm one of six my safe place and my haven of calmness was going to the library and in the library I would literally escape my reality read through all these amazing books I loved it I loved it there but if reading a book isn't you isn't for you there's audio books like I said there's podcasts that you can listen to and that could be done on your commute to work 
by when you're having a walk, if you're doing some exercise, if you're cleaning your house. There's so many ways that you can fit personal development into your day. Okay. YouTube videos, like there's just so much information out there. Take advantage of it. Okay. So tip number two, you are who you surround yourself with. Okay. It plays a massive part. So they say that you're on average the fifth person that you surround yourself with and you spend the most time with. So if you think about it, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are quite low vibe, who are always moaning, who are quite negative, like that will start to rub off on you, okay? But if you surround yourself with people who are positive, uplifting, who are motivating, inspiring, that will start to rub off on you. Like it really will. And if you're thinking to yourself, do you know what? I don't really have any positive people in my life. Like that's where you can reach out to people on social media. That's where you can listen to people, hopefully like me, who can give you a bit of motivation and inspire you. Like I said, there's so many amazing people out there. So take your pick and try to absorb those people because it will rub off on you. Okay? And eventually your vibe will attract your tribe and you'll attract a new tribe of people that have a much better, more positive impact on your life. Number three, they say you are what you eat. I think you are what you watch. And this is something that I am really, really mindful of now. So going back to the pandemic days, do you remember when we had the news and they kept saying, oh, this, the death toll is this and this and this and this. Honestly, it, it was impacting me in such a negative way. I made the decision that I'm not watching the news anymore. And all these years later, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. Um, I rarely listen to the radio anymore because I just think, I don't want to make that part of my reality. Like I want to create a reality that's happy and positive. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not just being really um, unaware of things that are going on in the world. However, I need to be really mindful of my mental health. I'm so protective of, protected of it. And if something is making me sad or bringing me down and having me in a low state of energetic frequency, then I'm going to choose to take that out of my reality and not watch it or not listen to it. I'll go on in a future episode. It might be the next one or the one after that um, about the importance of your vibration and your energy. Okay, It's so, so important. And all of this will start to tie into place and make sense as we go on through further episodes. Okay, So I'm so careful about the films that I watch, the TV programs that I watch, anything kind of like bloody or gory or um, sad and upsetting. I just I just won't watch. Number four. A healthy body equals a healthy mind. Like it's all connected. And don't get me wrong, I'm definitely not a fitness guru. I'm not here to preach to you. However, looking after yourself is definitely an act of self-love. And I try to make as many healthy choices as possible because when I am putting good stuff inside my body and treating my body with respect and getting out and exercising, I just feel good. It's all what it's all one. Like I said, it's such a, it's all kind of linked. Like your mental health, your mind, your body, it's all one. And number five, invest in yourself and hire a coach. So I've worked with multiple coaches over the years, and it's always had such a profound impact in a positive way on my life. And I would 100% recommend it. So if you think about it, if you are you want help with, you know, eating or getting your body in shape, you'd hire a personal development. It's equally important to be working on the things that are going on inside your mind. Okay, so if you can't see the wood through the trees, hire someone to help you. Just think about it. Like if you're stuck and you can't move out of that and it's having such a negative impact on your life, 
You don't have to be. Hire someone who can help you, who's trained to help you, okay? My door's always open. If you want to have a conversation, like I said, pop me a message and I'll be I'll be happy to help, all right? So once I started working on my mindset, it was like everything began to slot into place. And as I say, the rest is history. Um, I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I appreciate there was quite a lot to cover, obviously, on the basis of my story. And this really only just covers the surface level. I'll be going on to more topics in future episodes in more depth. So in future, in the future episodes, we're going to be delving into subjects relating to everything mindset, harnessing the subconscious mind, personal development, universal laws, like a bit like woo-woo rituals and habits that I do, um, anything that's kind of, I feel, has really played a key part in um, my transformation and also stuff that I'm still learning along the way as well, because like I said, it's a continuous journey. But I can't wait to bring you guys more insight, more value, more information and more tips and tricks that you can use to um, empower you to improve and benefit your own lives. And if there's anything that you want to see specifically, then feel free to pop me a message. Other than that, I want to take the time and thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you've enjoyed it and found it useful, please feel free to hit the like and subscribe button and leave me a review. Leave me a review. It'll be so much appreciated. And I look forward to catching up with you guys again next week. Take care. Bye bye.